What's up, everyone? Ryan Satin here live from Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. What a night. SummerSlam has just concluded. I'm sweaty. My voice is gone. I'm excited. There was so much stuff that happened tonight. So let's talk about it. We got a lot to discuss. Uh, Let's stick with the let's start with the first match. Let's start with the Raw Women's Championship match between Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. I felt like this was a great way to kick off the show. Obviously, between Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, there's history all around SummerSlam. You got last year's SummerSlam where Bianca Belair was defeated by Becky Lynch in 27 seconds. But now, one year later, Bianca Belair got her moment at SummerSlam over Becky Lynch. What I liked most about this match was not only was it a competitive match, but I liked that at the end, it seems like Becky Lynch is going to be a face again. Big Time Bex has been awesome, has been so entertaining to watch on TV, but I want the man back. I want a form of the man back, and the man is a baby face. The man is someone who would hug Bianca Belair in the ring like that if she had respect for her opponent, and I hope, I hope that now... As we're getting, we're inching, we're inching. We're not there yet. We're still in summer. But as we, as WrestleMania kind of like becomes uh, into the picture a little bit, I like that we got Becky Lynch as a babyface again. Also, after the match, what a huge thing we got. We, you know, we, we already talked about it in the reaction video that I did here. But when the match was over, Bailey comes back. Bailey finally returns from injury at SummerSlam to confront Bianca Belair, someone she also has history with there's been a whole program between them there was a lot of stuff there was a lot of heat between them bailey has continued to talk crap on social media so i like that this is the direction going that they are going in for bianca belair and also let's not ignore the fact that she's got her own faction now we got a female faction led by bailey with dakota kai who i am such a huge dakota kai fan i was so bummed when she wasn't going to be in the company anymore but she's back Triple H era is upon us, and Dakota Kai is back. Also in this group was Io Shirai. I believe uh, I'm in the crowd, so excuse me. Excuse me a little bit. I don't. I didn't hear commentary, but I believe her new name is Io Sky. Io Sky, uh, which it's going to take a little bit of getting used to. But regardless, Dakota Kai and Io Sky should have been on the main roster years ago. So now that they're here at the beginning of the Triple H era, makes me very happy. I think that I wrote, you know, I wrote about Triple H taking over as head of creative when it first happened. And in my article, I even mentioned that I felt like we would be getting Dakota Kai back in WWE now that he was head of creative, as well as Io Shirai being brought up to the main roster. So I'm glad that that came to fruition in like a week. So pretty cool. And I really felt like this was the best way to kick off the show. I know a lot of times when a title match is starting off the show, people kind of like, you know, look a little negatively at it, but this got the crowd going big time at the start of the show. So I really liked how this one went, went down. Uh, all right. Next match, we had Logan Paul against the Miz. Logan Paul defeated the Miz and Logan Paul, you got to give credit to the guy, man. You got to give credit to Logan Paul. He, I think that initially people kind of like, you know, had a the skeptical eye on Logan Paul coming into WWE, thought that maybe he was just trying to raise his own status. But no, Logan Paul came in here. He's not only helped the WWE by getting new eyes on the product, but he clearly is taking this seriously. He was in the ring doing stuff that we as fans couldn't do. He's clearly athletic. It reminded me of almost like a Shane McMahon just flying around, doing stuff flopping around, doing a frog splash to the outside of the ring through the announce table. That is intense, man. Like, that deserves 
proper credit and props. I really liked Logan Paul in his match tonight. Next, we had Bobby Lashley defeating Theory. This This is a pretty short match compared to all the other ones, but the right man won here. Bobby Lashley is great as a United States champion, and there was no reason to put the title uh, back on theory. He's clearly doing stuff with the money in the banks, clearly got 20 other feuds going on with like everybody on the entire roster. So I don't think that he necessarily needed the United States title. He's got the money in the bank and the right person won. Now, before I go to the next match though, I spoke with Bobby Lashley after he defeated theory. Let's go check that out. Then man, he's doing the wrong things. Why would he go and hit me on my back? You know, if you want to beat me and make a name for yourself, wait until I get down, wait until the bell rings, put your hands up and let's just swing. If you do that, if you beat me in that fashion, man, I take my hat off to you and I will fight you again, but at least I will salute you and I will say, you got me, you bested me on that day. But if you got to cheat to be able to beat me, man, it's, I have zero respect for you. Well, then because of that, it must have felt nice to shut him up a little bit at the end of it. Yeah, you know, I wanted to slap him in his mouth, but I figured let's just do what I have to do. Put him in the hurt lock because that's way brutal. Way more brutal. So, you know, put him in that and and hopefully he learns. But the way it looks, afterwards, the match was over. He's down there on his knees soaking. And and he was like, instead of like, you know, put your head down and say, let me get back to the drawing board. But for him, he's like, I didn't lose. I didn't lose. I was like, I don't know what you do with that kid. Uh, He's he's like the younger brother that you just keep slapping and slapping. Every day you got to slap him because he's going to say something stupid. Like, I guarantee Monday he's going to come around and say something stupid again, and I'm going to smack him in his mouth. Hopefully, at that time, he'll have the world title with him. Because if he has the world title with him, I'm taking it from him. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. After that, we had the Mysterios against the Judgment Day. And obviously, the big news coming out of that was the fact that Edge made his return and helped the Mysterios defeat the Judgment Day, the group that turned their back on the Rated R Superstar. Well, I'm not sure if he's the Rated R Superstar anymore. He kind of had a hybrid look going on. He had the the red, but he kind of had still a goth vibe. So I'm interested to see how this all plays out. I think that with Edge, he had been doing this whole goth thing once he turned heel. Now that he's going back to babyface, I want to know how this is going to look on TV. I also want to know what Edge is going to say when it comes to what they did to him. They turned their back on him. They did him so dirty. And now he's back in on Raw, and he's back to get some revenge. I think that the big question here is what Edge is going to say. I think that he's got to tie all these pieces together. The Judgment Day splitting up was so abrupt, or at least I shouldn't say split up. The Judgment Day kicking him out of the group and adding Finn Balor in was so abrupt that I think that Edge really needs to make sense of everything. We want to hear the passion. He cuts great promos. He's got what it takes to make this all make sense. And so I want to hear what he says about the whole thing because they really did him dirty on TV, and he didn't deserve that. After that, we had Pat McAfee against Happy Corbin. And Pat McAfee rules, man. It was cool to hear his new entrance theme. It was cool to see him out there again. Pat McAfee's a huge name. He's one of the biggest baby faces in all of WWE. So to see him go over on one of the biggest shows of the year makes all the sense in the world. Pat McAfee is a huge help to WWE. He's charismatic on TV. He's one of the best baby faces they've got, even though he's on the announce desk. He is so good. So I really liked getting to see him out there do his thing again after his last big match. And this time, and now, you know, this one, he's got a big win against a WWE superstar that has a great track record for big matches. So I think that it was really smart 
to have him go over Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin ga- loses nothing by losing to Pat McAfee. He's, you know, he's Teflon at this point, so I think it really doesn't matter that he loses, and it really matters that Pat McAfee wins. Because Pat McAfee should keep racking up those wins until, until he faces someone really, really hard. And I don't know who that is. I don't know who that's going to be. But they need to keep building to that because eventually he's going to come across someone who probably doesn't stand a chance against, and that'll be interesting to watch from a fan perspective. After that, we had the Usos and the Street Profits in an undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match. The Usos take this one, and I'm not going to lie, I was a little bummed. I was a little bummed here because I'm a big Street Profits fan, and I thought this was going to be their moment. Now, don't get me wrong. The Usos are great. I'm a huge Usos fan. But I really felt like this was going to be the, the big moment for the Street Profits. I felt like the Street Profits were going to win here, have a big celebration in Nashville. The crowd was going to cheer for them. But that didn't happen. The Usos took it instead. Now, speaking of the Usos, let's get to my interview with them that I did backstage. On the damn Usos. I mean, damn, right? Year after year, we in this thing banging every year, Roos. We the ones, Oos. If you look back at the record, right, Oos? If you look back at the resume, I mean, we going way back with the, I mean, some of the greats like uh, New Age Outlaws, you Yo. know what I'm saying? We bang with the Dudleys, you know what I'm saying? Yo. We bang with the Shield, you know what I'm saying? Yo. We bang with the New Day, you know what I'm saying? I Yo. mean, the Hardys. I mean, check Yo. us out, Oos. And still, Yo. who at the top of the mountain, Oos? Yeah. We the ones. Yeah. We the bloodline. Yeah. And we still, the yeah. WWE, undisputed. Let's go. Tag team. Print that, Oos. When the Street Profits and the Usos step in the, step in the ring together, it's always a hard-hitting affair. How are you guys feeling physically right now after that match? Yeah! Oh, man, I mean, yeah! Check I mean. us out, Oos. We bulletproof. They call us the ones for a reason. Oh. We bulletproof. bulletproof. When he go low, I go high. Yeah. If he go left, I go right. Yeah. If I hit hard, I'm a... Hit hard, hey Oos, bulletproof. I'm a bullet Oos. That's that's different, boy. Let's go. And lastly, here, is there any message you have for any teams in WWE who think they have what it takes to hey, take those titles from you? Hey, y'all know the lingo, boy. Run up and get done up. You the twos, and we the ones. Thanks, guys. SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan defended her title against Ronda Rousey after that and surprisingly retained over Ronda Rousey. I say surprisingly not because I don't have confidence in Liv Morgan, but because Ronda Rousey, no pun intended, clearly, I mean, this is her nickname, so she's the baddest woman on the planet. And I thought that maybe Liv's reign might be short, but that was not the case. Now, this match was kind of polarizing from what I saw. I was kind of running around here in the bowl. I was doing a little bit of work, so I only saw parts of it. I saw the finish as well, but what I really saw was the reaction that people had on social media afterwards. Social media was on fire about this one. A lot of people talking about, you know, what they thought the finish should have been, how it should have played out. Um, At the end of the day, I don't think it necessarily hurt Liv, but I don't think it necessarily helped her either. I think that Liv if she had gotten a definitive win over Ronda Rousey here, rather than the 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 screwy finish where you know the shoulders were down or whatever, uh, I feel like it would have really helped solidify her run as WWE Women's SmackDown Women's Champion. But she did get a win over Ronda Rousey. She did leave this show with the title over her shoulder. So with that, it is still a victory. 
for Liv Morgan. Now, let's get to this main event. This main event was wild. Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar. Undisputed title. Last man standing match. And what did Brock do when he comes out? He comes out with a freaking tractor. He comes out with a tractor the whole time. Drives it out to the ring. Then climbs up it. Stands on top of the tractor to kind of, you know, beef up with Roman while he's doing his introduction. And it was a sight to behold, man. Like, I've been to a lot of wrestling shows in my life. I've been to so many WWE shows over the past 10 years even. That one... That moment was so rad. It was just such a crazy sight to see as a fan. Brock Lesnar lifted up the ring with that. He lifted up the ring with a tractor, and then the match continued. I think in the past, you know, we've seen we've seen two big guys hit the mat. The, the mat, you know, the, the, the ring explodes and it falls down to the ground. Tractor? Tractor in a match? That's a whole new level of wildness for Brock Lesnar, but it was so cool loved it very entertaining the match itself was brutal those guys beat the hell out of each other i i was sore just watching it after during the match they were just like kicking each other's asses the whole time and i really like you could feel it man like it was it was brutal in there and i also felt like you know as much as we've seen roman reigns and brock lesnar face off against each other they did do a good job of setting this match apart from all the others they've had in the past. None of them have had a tractor before, and this one did. Um, Roman Reigns wins the match, and that's who I expected to win this match. I really did. Roman Reigns, that day 700 or whatever, his title reign was clearly not ending anytime soon, but they did do a great job of planting that seed of doubt in your mind. Ultimately, Roman Reigns goes over by stacking everything on top of Brock Lesnar, making sure he's the last man standing. Also, in this match, we had Theory front like he was going to cash in his money in the bank contract, but he didn't. I think that was for the best. He, he can hold on to that for a while. He should not be cashing in on Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at this stage of his career, but it was a nice, fun moment to have him come out and make you think it was going to happen. The money in the bank, the money in the bank cash-in teases that's not an easy thing to say. The money in the bank cash-in teases are always fun when you're in the crowd. So it was really entertaining seeing him get involved in that match, even if he didn't actually cash in. All right, I'm done here. As you can see, I'm sweaty. I'm very sweaty. I'm ready to get out of this suit. I'm ready to go home. So make sure that for my for all the work that I did out for all the work that I did out here, please go follow Out of Character on whatever podcast feed you listen to podcasts on go subscribe to the podcast out of character with ryan satin that's where you can find 45 minute interviews with me and the top stars of wwe every week did a bunch of interviews out here for SummerSlam. they're gonna be coming out in the next few weeks so make sure that you subscribe to the out of character feed also subscribe to this youtube channel if you're just watching this video on here and you're not subscribed what are you doing go subscribe there's my show on here every morning Excuse me, every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time, there's clips from Raw, SmackDown, and a bunch more. The community tabs pop in. There's so much stuff going on there. So make sure that you are subscribed to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. And also, go follow us on social media as well, at WWE on Fox. We're also on TikTok now. I'm doing the TikToks for you, so go follow us there. All right, that's it. I'm done officially tapping out for now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin, and 
this isn't out of character, but it, it was kind of out of character. It was a roundup, so this is out of character, and I'm, I'm done for now.